Welcome to FeastPod, the podcast where we talk about whatever we fucking want. Come join me, Kanong, and me, Sarah Davidson, for entree, main, and dessert, and take a seat at our table. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get started. He has to go get me my jacket and also some snow gear for you. And I made rumbles, and we left them at home. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording. I know that. You I, usually don't know. No, I knew today because I'm like ready for it. Damn it. I wish I really caught you out in something funny. No, you weren't going to because I'm ready for this one because it's my 30 daddy tat. I don't know what this episode's called. I feel like it's just going to be called Khan's Dirty 30. Khan's Dirty 30 in, in 30. 30. <gasps> so we have 30 minutes only. Yep. No entrees. Khan's Dirty 30. No entrees. The main course is Khan and Khan's birthday, which if you just listened to the episode beforehand slash no Khan at all, you'll know he absolutely fucking hates his birthday. Mm. And like not as a joke, like genuinely yeah. hates his birthday. Look, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna just put this out into the universe. I will try my best to no longer hate my birthday, but I don't think it's even anything that I can help because I think it's the lead up and the days following that I actually feel really weird about. Yeah, you said that the other day. On yeah. the Sunday, you were like, okay, I still feel a bit odd. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, what happened? And you were like, nothing. I just had my birthday the yeah. other day. And I was like, oh, wow, it really affects you. But I think it's because it's tied into your general discomfort with compliments and like overt displays of love. Yes. It's like, you know how we all have love languages? There's like five love languages and there's love languages that we like to receive. No I feel words. like you have an aversion. I hate words of affirmation. It's like a reverse love language. Yeah. I like acts. Yeah, I feel like you love your friends to show you how much they love you, not tell you. And I also like touch. So like, yes. you know, I'm very, like, I'm quite affectionate. Yes. Like if you very think about tactile. all my, yes. Oh, you, if you think about me and my, all my friends, we cuddle or we're yes. like, we, we're huggers or we're like little nibbles on the cheek. Like yes. it's just like cute. Or on the dick, like whatever. Oh, <laughs> but like, no, but it's, it's 100% true because like, if you think about like, I'm going to ignore that. We're going to, let's say Steve and I, whenever Steve says nice things to me, I hate it. But yeah. he'll give me like a kiss on the cheek and it's like nice. And you love it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if someone like does something for you as a service, then mm. yeah, um, that is an act of service. Oh, my God. Just I need to shut up now. <laughs> I'm just yeah. still laughing about kisses on the yeah, cheek. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I'm not words of affirmation. And what are the other ones? So there's gifts, yep. words of affirmation, acts of service, quality time, and the fifth one is, oh, my God, after quality time, physical touch. Physical touch. Yeah. Quality time. Yep. Acts of service, words of affirmation, gifts. I don't care about <laughs> gifts. I was trying to figure out if I care about gifts and I don't care about gifts. Okay. Is it the same level of awkwardness as words of affirmation? With gifts, I don't know if I'm going to like it or not and I, I find it really difficult to hide discomfort. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what though? That's also because you're very honest with your reactions. Yeah. So you don't, you're not good at like hide your facial expression. Yeah. Like you know that when people send me text messages saying I miss you and if I don't miss that person, I'll ignore the message because <laughs> I can't write I miss you back. That is amazing though that it's honesty to a fault in a world that is not particularly upfront about its feelings. You are, It's very unique. Yeah, no, but I lie about dumb things. But when it comes down to real emotions, if I don't feel what you're feeling, yeah. I, I can't give that back to you. I would rather know that you're more honest about the serious stuff than yeah. about the little shit. Because yeah, I lie about shit all the time. I'll be like, eh, I'm running late because, you know, I couldn't find my car keys for 20 minutes. No, I just sat there looking at TikTok. 
Also cute that you've already deflected from your birthday and it's been three and a half minutes. So <laughs> let, let's circle back. Lucky that I am organised in my brain and I will not let you stray from the topic. Oh so one thing that has happened this birthday, of all the birthdays that you generally dislike, this one's actually a milestone in life. So we can detach it from the actual birthday celebration a bit and just think about it as a life milestone. Yes. You're entering a new decade. Mm. It's a really exciting time. It's mm. a big like transitional phase as well, you yeah. know, going from like young person to boomer, like welcome to mm. my world. I'm really excited that you've joined me Thank there. you. <laughs> I'm glad that you're the one welcoming me in. Like I could not have asked for anyone better. Because <laughs> I am just boomtown over here. <laughs> we have some submitted questions from the Feast fam, but mm. I would just like to ask the most lovely thing about having a podcast, which you will now be able to experience is that in one year's time, we're going to have this exact same episode. Okay. And the coolest thing is to reflect back on who you were and what you felt at one time in life yeah. and be able to think, oh my God, do I still feel like that? Do I not? So I want you to look back at your twenties now that you're saying goodbye to them mm. and tell me like, what do you think of them? Like, was it an amazing decade? What are the things you loved? What are the things you want to leave behind? I love my twenties, especially the second half of them. Really? Yeah, my first half of my 20s, I felt as though, yeah, I, I I thought that I was doing really well. Like I was a DJ that made good money and I got to travel and I got to do something that I relatively enjoyed and then I stopped enjoying it. But then with the help of you, I then found something that I enjoyed and I think for the last five or so years, I've really been able to tap into that. You come into your own. Yeah, and I really like, I, I feel powerful. <laughs> I feel powerful but in the fact that I'm like, I'm so confident in what I can, what I can't do, what I would like to achieve and how to get there. I've had a really good five years. That is so exciting. I really feel like, it, obviously there are exceptions to the rule, but I really feel like as a mass generalization, people's 20s is where they do a lot of experimenting. There's a mm. lot of like being pulled in lots of different directions. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of the should, there's a lot of changing pathways, there's a lot of like finding yourself and a bit of angst around like, who the fuck am I? Yeah, yeah. But then, like you said, towards the end, you start to go, oh, that's who I am. Yeah. And then now you've realised that your 30s is all just like being that person. Okay, let me throw a spanner in the works because now we're going to get real deep now. Okay. okay? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, I'm, I'm not ready. I'm, yeah, I'm going to let you in on something and it's something that you can be like, babe. And I'm going to be like, shut the fuck up and just let me feel it. I was a lot more happy with my health five years ago than I am today. So I'm happy with all other aspects of my life besides from my health. Really? Yes. Because I feel like I've let that escape because I've been concentrating on my career that is based around making things delicious and living in abundance and gluttony. Wow. And so I've ignored the, remember how I used to work out like for two and a half hours a day or like whatever, and which, which is excessive. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. it is excess, excessive. And then we got to a point where it was fine. Like it was like yeah. a, a nice even point. It was a priority of kind. Like yeah. it was a priority. And this is no priority. Been to the gym once in the last two weeks. Interesting. And that's something that I want to change because I'm like there's a happy medium and I'm not there and I constantly think about it. Wow. Okay, so that's a big goal going into the next decade. Yeah. But I also love that at least in, in an overall sense of like who you are, you've kind of found who you are and like yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. good at. And it's, it's, powerful is a really good word because I felt that. 
it is. It's it, such it, a good it, word. It I really felt that there is a lot of social stigma around turning 30. There's yeah. a lot of like, oh, my God, I'm getting old. People like get really upset about their 30th, whereas I felt like it was the most liberating thing that ever happened because I was like, this is who I am. I do not care about what I cared about when I was 20. I just want to be happy in who I am and do what I want and live my life and it's the best. It is the best. It is so powerful. Do you feel that now? You know that I made jokes about like getting old and stuff. I don't actually give a shit it's about getting old. I love it. Like I'm like I have no problems with being 30. I only have the problem with having a birthday and that's not nothing to do with my age. Like I make jokes about it being about my age. But it's actually the birthday it's itself. It's actually the birthday itself that I have like I don't fucking care. Okay, so pull the birthday element out of it. Mm. You know how like people talk about your 30th as something like but in the lead up people often talk about it with dread? Did you feel that at all? No. For me, I felt as though mentally I turned 30 like 3 years ago. <laughs> Okay, so you're like, I'm I'm already there, babe. So yeah. I'm already there. Yeah, no, like I felt like, you know how like people dread it because they're like, oh, is this a time that you like really like knuckle down and like yeah. get your life sorted? I'm like, I felt like I fucking you did already that sorted for, it. like three years ago. Like I tried to do things to change the course of the rest of my life. Like, And you've done it. Like I, I, don't, I don't have any dread to it. Like I'm really happy with where I am. I'm really happy with what I'm doing. I'm confident in what work I will do moving forward, what I want to do, like books, whatever. I know what I want. So it's like that is so turning 30 exciting. was the number didn't matter to me. Yeah, that's really refreshing because oh I God, think there's a is, there's a lot of social shit I'm around like, your yeah, 30s. I'm like this is such a like a psychiatrist thing. Like, <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with me? <laughs> okay. So, a couple of words to describe your 20s and then a couple of words to describe what you hope for your 30s. A couple of words. Okay, my my 20s were chaotic. Mhm. Confused. Mhm. Fun. And a journey. Oh, I hate that word. I know. <laughs> but like they were a, because they lead but you it's to. true. Yeah. Words for my 30s, I still want it to be chaotic. Mm-hmm. I, I like still, that you're not losing that because that's oh, what makes no, it special. I, I'm chaos. Yeah, like, you are I am chaos. chaos. Yeah, I, I want to keep that. I want to keep the fun. I don't want to change anything because I feel like I like where I am. I love that. Like, I don't care. I don't need. Mm, actually, wait. I want babies. You want ba- Okay. Okay. <laughs> that is Fucking wild and interesting and amazing. But I've wanted so babies, babies for three years. That's like, true. It's you not, really did turn 30 mentally like three yeah, years ago. Yeah, like I'm like I, I haven't – like wanting a child, wanting a family is not something new to me. Okay. Like it's like it, do I have like a timeline? Yeah, I'm like probably really start thinking about it around 35 just because I don't want to be old enough, like so old An that old I can't parent, look yeah. after – my child and do the things that my child may want to do or my children may want to do. Oh but gosh. that's not really – a yeah. That's, that is a focus for this next decade. That's a big deal. Yeah, but it's been a focus. Like I've been like tiptoeing around. Like I've been like dabbling in it. Like True. I've, I've like I've told you I've spoken to agencies. Like I've like I've done all of that stuff. I know what I'm expecting. I just haven't sat down and went, okay, let's press start. True. Is that now? Is that in your thirties? No. Just soon. It's gonna happen when it happens. And but I know that like I get cluckier and cluckier. Oh my god. So, so it's going to but it's like it's very organic. I don't I don't I, I don't think I ever set timelines. The only time I set a timeline was when I was a DJ and I said, mm, if by this age I'm not signed, then I'm going to quit because I'm shit at the job. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. I know. Okay, big question. Favorite like memory or favorite highlight from your 20s and biggest bucket list goal for your 30s? I mean, there are so many, There's obviously. There's so many. Like, but I is there one can't... that you're just like, fuck yes, like didn't think that would happen, 
I think pinnacle moment. Yeah, well, the pinnacle moment was probably getting on MasterChef because that was the well. That's the moment that changed. It was the trajectory of my entire life. Like I could possibly still be a DJ. You know what I mean? Probably really fit with a six pack. But like, <laughs> <laughs> You'd be hot as fuck. Like I, I would have enjoyed it, but I feel as though like I really figured out what I want to do. Which is like, I know I keep saying it, but I feel like I have. Like, you know how like, okay, we talk about this all the time. What do you, like people are always like, oh, what do you do to relax? What do you do in your free time? You know what I do to relax in, in my free time? I cook on live or I film content of me cooking for no reason because I just want to cook. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. So like the whole thing is just a ha- big happy memory. Yeah. But like MasterChef was probably that one thing, the one thing that, I was really happy with the kind of, you know what? The best memory was being told that if I didn't do something on MasterChef that I'll get eliminated. That one thing always sticks to me. There was wow. one producer that came up to me and goes, do something or you're going to get sent home. Wow. And that kind of flipped it, everything on his head. Wow. That was like such a big turning point. Mm. Okay. Well, then looking more forward. So actually a lot of the questions were focused around things you wish you knew before, your emotions mm-hmm. leading up to 30. Interestingly for you, it isn't the stereotypical like, oh, my God, I was dreading it and then I was really liberated. It happened at 27. It happened at 27, yeah. which is so fascinating. So then looking forward to this decade, what is like one big thing you would love to put out there that you would love to do? I will retire by the time I'm 37. <gasps> well, the next question was where do you see yourself this time in 10 years? So when I say retire – I don't mean not working. I yeah. just mean very much so carefree that I can choose exactly what I want to do because I'm still going to make content. I'm still going to cook. Yeah. I'm probably still going to put cookbooks out, but I probably won't do things like, fuck, I, I like everything I do. <laughs> you will never not work. That's really interesting yeah, about but, you. But, but, it's, it, but I think that for me retirement is not about not working. It's about retirement for me means that. Better I, balance, do you mean? Like I'm more me- selective? You're pretty selective. You know what? Let's change the word retirement to uh, freedom. Yes. At 37. What does freedom mean at 37 to me? Freedom means, hey, Sarah, you've got that week free. Cool. Let's go to Paris. It's on me. That's what I want. That's literally what I want. I to like, be like that picture. Yeah. No, no, but like it's like – and it's not just like – it's like anyone. It's like, hey, mum, how about you don't work for the next four day, four weeks or whatever. Yeah. Let's explore like Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos together. Do you know what I love about you? Every time we ever think about like what's your wildest dream or like what do you want to do by your time you're 40 or whatever, it's always – you sharing that thing with someone. It's so sweet. It's never like I would buy a fuck off boat or I would go and get like a boob job or I would go and do like it's never you saying you centric things. It's the first thing you said was, hey, Sarah, let's go to Paris or hey, mum, let's go. You know, like I think that's so beautiful because your definition of success in your life is like the the ability to share it. It's so sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, you're cheering. Yeah, this is awkward. It's so lovely. No, it's just like, yeah, like I, I, when I say retire, I don't mean retire as in like I'm not going to do anything. It just means that like I want to be able to pick and choose what I, I can do but also have the freedom to do whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. That's what retirement is for me. Okay. And so why 37? Why is that the number? That's my benchmark. It's just randomly your benchmark? I got told once that I'm going to find my freedom at 37. Oh, my God. This is because of a reading. Yeah, of a reading. They're like, whatever your freedom is, you'll get it at 37. And I'm like, in my mind, my freedom is being able to do whatever I want with whoever I want. Okay, so the answer to that where do you see yourself at 40 thing is three years into your freedom. 
yeah. but hopefully with, with baby. Do you know what's going to happen? If I find my freedom at 37, at 40, I will have a farm. Oh, my God, amazing. A farm that I don't look after. Okay. A farm that- Declan is the farmhand. No, no. no. Well, a, a farm where I have, like, curated all the vegetables and the chickens and everything, and I am there three to six months a year, and it's my base, and I can harvest my beautiful cucumbers and my tomatoes from it. But then I can fuck off and be like, hey, someone's going to water it and look after everything for me while I'm gone, possibly filming a new show, possibly taking mum on holiday. Oh, my God, taking your mum. So- I actually was going to do that this year. I love how you're like the way you describe freedom, though, is a tiny bit close to kind of what we can already do, which no, is amazing. But it's not. But it's, it's just more. Yeah, it's, it's more, more liberated. It's more. It's like, like I still have to go, I want to take my mum away, but can I afford to take mum and Amy and mum's sister away. I want yeah. her to be like, hey, mum, I'm taking you to Vietnam. She's like, yeah, but I want my sister there and Amy there. And I'll be like, yeah, cool, I'll do it. I just love how much, you know how focused I am on the idea of people's metrics and like how much unhappiness I feel like results when people only think about financial metrics. Like mm. most people say by 40, I want to be a success. I want to have this car. I want to have this promotion. I want to be at X, Y, Z. And yours is measured by like, the quality of freedom, which is just so beautiful. Yeah, but it is money, right? It, Of course. Yes. But it's not money because of the money. It's not yeah. like the number because of the number. Whereas so many people are like, oh. I want to be in X house with X car with X dog and blah, blah, blah. Whereas I love how yours is like a feeling. Yeah. Or like a quality. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It's really cool. Because look, I don't care. I'd even imagine. I'll, I'll, I'll live. It costs you a lot of money to get a farm. So yeah, like, yeah. It's like, yeah, but like, it's I, but not I, like you won't need money, but yeah. I like that it's not, that's not the way you define no, it. No, no. The farm thing is because like, I want to grow my own things, but I want something to be like, I don't know. I'm just, when I was younger, I used to look at people who like would garden and stuff. I'm like, that's boring. But now I'm like, that's not boring. That is so cool. Imagine waking up one day and your tomato plant has like 20 tomatoes in it. Like how amazing. You okay. have no tomatoes. Now it does. Yeah. <laughs> Babe, we have a, a passion fruit vine on our mum's uh, place and when i went home last week it was flowering and amy's like oh there's flowers i'm like you know how exciting this is and she's like why i'm like flowers mean that it's gonna fruit you are literally describing every single person who has turned 30 in their life's revelation that everything that as a kid you thought was boring as fuck is now suddenly the most exciting thing right. supportive footwear hummus flavors supportive desk chairs Comfort. I don't, I don't care about the desk. <laughs> I don't care about footwear. What am but, I wearing? But, the, <laughs> but like gardening, like tomato assortment. But do you know flavors. that's also career. It is, but it's also like general thirties. Yeah. Everything I used to think was boring is now amazing. Yeah. I.e., one of the questions was, do you regret staying in and having a bath? That night that you stayed in and had Absolutely a bath. Absolutely not. Which lo- makes me laugh so much because I'm pretty sure you got out of the bath and then went out. That was a different night. Oh. Did yeah. you stay home that night? Yeah, I went. There were two baths and then there was a second bath. I was like, there's too many out. baths. There's too many baths. <laughs> there's like, only one bath at a time. Yeah, I was like, I, yeah. So the first night I didn't regret it. The second night I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing this. I'm going. So I went out. <laughs> I went out for like an hour and a half. After the bath. Yeah. Okay. Big. Really came boy when uh, he was out. <laughs> really muscle relaxed. Yeah. Smelled like Radox. Amazing. What the fuck is Radox? Oh my god. Okay, you're new to your 30s. You'll find out about it soon. It's a muscle relaxant, like 
after you do a marathon or something, it's it's mainly for sports people, oh. right? Like relaxes your muscles, helps recovery. Mm. When you get old, just everything hurts all the time. It's so just, just bath salts, isn't it? It's, it's just, just magnesium, salt. isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. yeah okay. It's pretty much Epsom salts, but fancy. Okay, cool. Well, right. I get it. I yeah. Get it. But also like we're millennials. We we just buy the magnesium. Yeah. No, we buy, <laughs> I buy the Rhydox because I'm an old person. Oh. So you will soon buy the Get ready. Uh, I'm pretty what, sure buying magnesium is cheaper. Anyway, can we keep going. What, uh, cheaper is obviously not your concern, babe, in this freedom model of yours. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I still, I shop at Target. Like I'm like. This is true. Like the, I don't think that any of that matters. I think that like. I just like doing – I just like things. What are the things that when we record this episode at 37, mm. when you're in Freedom Zone, you would really like to have ticked off, whether it's countries you haven't been to, experiences you haven't done, like call it a bucket list mm. but with a time limit of like by the 37 slash 40. In this decade, what would you like to do that you haven't done yet in your life? Seven seasons of my show, at least four <gasps> countries. That's a good, that's very defined. Yes. I like it. Because I understand that sometimes it takes time to film a TV show. Mm -hmm. And so we're in seven years' time, seven seasons, that's one a year. Four countries. Very doable. Four countries because we might do Australia multiple times just because it makes sense. Vietnam and India are at the top of my hit list. Amazing. Yeah. Then probably Greece. Oh, yeah. Because I like the food a lot. And probably... Laos. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think anyone ever goes to Laos. No. I don't think, like, food people just go to Laos. I don't even know what Laotian food is like. Laotian foods, are, um, there's a lot of curries, but they're not thick curries. They're more light curries. Spice comes in the form of peppercorns a lot. Oh, there's co- use of coconuts. What about places you would go not for work? Are there any things like... I don't ever see myself not doing it, which sounds weird, but you you know how like my, my life is very intertwined with work yeah, because yeah, I, like, yeah. I go places because I want to explore the food culture. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So just if you could explore somewhere that wasn't necessarily like for a work job. Morocco. Yeah. I was going to say, is it like it's you haven't Morocco. been there, but you want to yeah. go there? Yeah. I want to go else? to Morocco. Or things like, do you want to climb Everest or do you want to like mm, go I, to Antarctica? I would, I would love to climb Everest. I don't would you actually? Gonna, yeah. I just don't think one is smart. Um, <laughs> no, because I think Everest is quite accessible. It's dang, it's, yeah. Yes, it's accessible, but it's not smart because like so many people die in Everest because they just think that they can do it. And I'm like, True. I'm, and they don't do the training for it. And I'm like, it's ridiculous that like you're just going to throw money at people to go and climb a mountain and say you've done it. So I'm like, if, I, if, I, if, I, if I'm going to do Everest, I want to train for it and do it and not just like throw my back, like a backpack on a Sherpa. Like, and just like, backpack just, on a Sherpa. Oh my gosh. Do you know throw a I mean? backpack on Declan. Do you know what I mean though? It's like, yeah, yeah, I get yeah. really annoyed when I hear stories or I see like TikToks of people on Everest really like. Just doing it for the. For, for the, the gram. I'm yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Because I, you know, I like an adventure and I like a challenge, right? Mm. But I feel like you're kind of losing the reason why you've done it. If you're just True. going up there and you haven't really trained for it. True. Would you do – are there any, like, endurance right, let's, 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 activities you would do? Oh, I'm not a runner, so no. <laughs> I think a marathon's a bit too much for me. I'm not a runner, which it's ridiculous because I'm like, yeah, well, I want to do Everest, but I don't want to run a marathon. It's like it's going to take you the same amount of work, babe, if not True. more. True. Yeah. True. <laughs> um, but I think it's more that, like – Everest is more of like a slow and steady wins the race kind of vibe, True. not like a marathon where slow and steady you lose. Yeah. <laughs> and die yeah. at the end. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> look, I think 
we get a lot of opportunities. So I don't really know if there's one thing that I really want to tick off. Oh, oh, I would really love to be able to learn how to ski really well. I want to really? let's let's say that by the time I'm 37, I would like to be able to do a red slash black run. Really? Yeah. Are you good at skiing at all? Yeah, I can ski, but I'm not comfortable enough to do doing reds or blacks. Okay. Snowboarding or skiing? Skiing. Mm. It's not glam. Do you think it is? It's not glam. Is it really though? Yeah, it is. Why? Look, I feel like skiing. Snow- is it why? Why is it more glam? It's just the oh. skiing is old money. It's old glam. money versus nouveau riche. Okay, yeah. got it, got it, got it. No. <laughs> Okay, you don't have much time left, so power, power, oh, yeah, yeah, power yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, that's the main questions was really like the reflections looking mm. back and then things moving forward. The other really random questions were like coffee or cocktail, which I don't know how that's related to your birthday, but mm, you don't really drink coffee. So. No, I do now. I think I've just started. What? Well, I, I keep saying I'm not a coffee drinker, but I have at least like one every second day. So I'm slowly becoming more. Hold on. Since when? Just um, since filming. To be honest, actually, yeah, since filming the show because I'm Dude. like, well, I'm on camera for fucking like ten hours a day, so I need like one. He's like well and truly in his thirties when he's gone from not not drinking coffee to drinking coffee. Mm. So remember when that time I came over to your house and I wanted a coffee and all you had was like eighteen year old Makona in the fridge? Oh yeah, or I don't, whatever. I you were like, don't, I don't even know what to give you. I don't know what coffee is. Babe, I have so many coffee machines and they're all at mum's house. <laughs> mum's house because I'm like. I don't know about this. But I just go downstairs and get a coffee. Oh, my God. So what do you drink now? But also, I, I'm I'm a long black. Wow, that's really hardcore for someone who didn't drink coffee. Yeah, because I just want the caffeine hit. I'm not caring about the coffee. I love it. But I'm not, like, exclusively a coffee drinker. If I'm at home and I'm tired, I'll have a green tea. True. You're a big green tea drinker. Yeah, I love tea. Second last question. You look like you smell nice. Not always. <laughs> Not always. It depends. It depends what I've cooked for the day and if I've got. Although I always try and spray myself everywhere because I I freak out. What's your olfactory secret? As in, like, how do you make yourself smell nice? So, a, are there any foods that you eat to smell nice? Ah. And B, other than putting a mandarin on your body, what is your scent of choice? Oh my god, babe! I think that's a big one. Just I rub man- fruit on your no, skin. No, I literally before meetings, I walk into meetings eating a mandarin. Because then I just smell like mandarin. I love mandarin. It's like very potent every, smell. Yeah, and everyone loves it. And it stays around for a while because it's just fresh and citrusy. Mm. It's not mm. like, you know, bananas smell weird if they're on. Yeah, 100%, yeah like afterwards. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And they even smell like, like, even yeah. mangoes. Mangoes are nice, but after taste of mango smell is not good. True. Yeah, it's like mandarins smell gorgeous and lemons smell gorgeous. Citrus fruits just smell gorgeous because they're fresh. Yeah, so fresh. Okay, yeah. that's a good secret. Yeah. Carry a mandarin or eat a mandarin immediately before something. Yeah, or just like, you know, when I'm feeling anxious and I have a mandarin, I'll just run my nail through it and just smell it. Really? Yeah, because it calms me down. That's like, so I, interesting. Citrus fruit does so much for me. And yeah, I don't it really know, does. And I don't even really like acknowledge it because I'm just like, I just have a mandarin. You do always have citrus fruits. That's so interesting. And scent of choice. Like, um, per, like wood, cologne. Wood, 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 smoky. Touches of vanilla, not too much, though, just a touch because it gets too sweet. Don't mind citrus either, but again, <laughs> like undertones of um, citrus. But yeah, tobacco, woods, and woods. Oh, favorite uh, cologne? Do you have a brand that like ties that all together? Are you like a Lalabo person or not? I really? was a Lalabo person. Tabac, Lalabo Tabac was my favorite. And it, I, think it's a Ma- I think it's a Miami exclusive. Or uh, maybe it's South, maybe it's Seoul. I don't know. Uh, no, it's Miami. It's Miami. Tabac Lalabo is Miami. And then Louis Vuitton have a Noir something. It's a black bottle. It's Noir something. Anyway, love that one as well because it's, again, really quite 
heavy, deeper. Yeah, I like woods and tobacco flavors. Okay, amazing. Yeah, because I just it just smells rich. It does smell rich. <laughs> <Just> sm- <laughs> you skiing, smelling like no. Wood. It's just although saying that, really, really weird. Daytime, I mix between Silver Scent, which is like one of the cheapest colognes that you can ever get. And the Armani that's like this big, it's probably my backpack. It's like a, it's an Armani. It's a Giorgio Armani. It is a white, creamy, dusky bottle mm. and it's this small. Mm. And I mix between the two because one, I like that it's not very strong and the other one's fresh. So it's great for a day scent. My night scents are always the muskier, like the darker yeah, the, stuff. Like the, yeah, yeah Ooh, but, but I go day and night. And also, very last question for you. Mm. What year do you think you'll get married and have babies? And or have babies? Like, which years of your 30s? Married is a non-thing, so I don't think non-thing? I Non-thing? Yeah, I, don't, I'm, I honestly don't. We have kind of spoken about yeah, that. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I'm going to get married. But babies? And babies? how many do you want? I think I'm going to end up with two. <gasps> I just have a feeling I'm going to have two. Oh, my God. Um, look, I'll probably, if I had to put an age on it, 38. I know it's late. The year after freedom. Yeah. But I just feel as though what's going to happen is if I'm on the path to freedom, Mm -hmm. I will get to (laughs) a point where I'm like, hey, I should probably think about what's next. And that will probably take me three or four years for it to actually eventuate. And so I'm saying 38, maybe 39. Oh, my God, that's so exciting. I know. I think of things in really, like, logic, right? I know. It's yeah. not just like I have a feeling. It's like because four years earlier I will have signed a document that blah, blah, blah. <laughs> You've got it all mapped out. I well, love it, though. It's like, specific. I don't know if I do have it all mapped out, but I just feel as though, like, I'm after freedom. I'm not after retirement. And I keep trying to remind myself that, that like, the person who spoke to me about it said it's freedom. But I'm like, but I know that, reti- like, freedom to me does have – a number on it because mm. for me to feel that freedom, I have to be able to experience that with people. Mm, true. A- and you're not going to do that at five mil. True. Like, I don't know, but like, let's true, be, true, let's be true, honest. It's like, true, true. like, I can't be 37 with five mil thinking that I can take my mum on a holiday whenever I want or take my friends on holidays whenever I want true. and not have to work. Do you know true. what I mean? True, true, true. So it's true. like, it's like, I know what freedom means to me, which means that the number is a certain number to me because that's what, that means that in the the years following that, I can still do whatever I want. True, true. I love. I that. know it's it's, re- and it's, it's really that, nice. It's really weird because I'm like I don't want to say that it is money, but no, it's no, like no. It, but it is like uh, it has to be a factor you have to think about, right? Hundred percent, especially if you want two kids. Especially if you want two kids. Yeah, and I want the kids, kids. are fucking expensive. And like I grew up as a refugee, like I know that like sometimes you don't get opportunities to do things because there's no money to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm gonna have two kids. I want them to be able to do anything. Like, so it's like a school chip that like they're going to, I don't know, like uh, at my school we could opt into like a $12,000 program where you would go to Far North Queensland on a 10-day scuba diving. Whoa. Whatever. For marine biology. Marine biology. Anyway. (laughs) Which is a school I love. Look at some fishies in the water. We were never going to let me do that. Like it's like $12,000 to what? To go and look at fish. Yeah. You're not going to do that, can't. So like, my mum would have been like, no. So, But if my kids wanted to do that, or let's say they got really, really good at tennis, right? And they're like, hey, I want to go on this tennis camp for three months, but it's going to cost you $40,000. Yeah. I want to be able to be like, yeah, you can go. Or let's say they got really good at gaming and something. Like, it, I don't care what my kids want to do. Mm. It, if they want to do it, I should be able to provide it for them. And that mm. looks like a certain number to me. 
Oh my god, you're so sweet. I'm, I'd just I'm be not. Like, Do you know how aggressive run? that whole conversation <laughs> was, <laughs> was? But it was so specific. I love how I asked you how many kids you want, and you went like, "Okay, I need to provide for their tennis in the future, so I need X amount of dollars." Whereas most people are just like, "Like two, and like that's it." And how cute is that? Like, I, you're very you dream. Like with a with structure. With structure, yeah. I love that. It's like dream but with structure. Well, it's just like I can't just be like, yeah, I've got the kids now and now what? I know. Most people do. Oh, they're going to hate me. Goes. I can tell already. That's my kids are going to. They're going to love you so babe, much. Babe, I'm going to turn 50 and my kids are going to be like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Our dad keeps trying to take us on. Oh like, like, babe. I want to be like, oh, you're like 18 now, you're 20, whatever. Every year we're going on a family holiday for three weeks. They're going to hate you. I know. They're going to hate what you. That's what I want. Oh, my God. You know what they're going to say to you, though? You're going to be complaining about something as a dad and they're going to be like, you know what, Dad? Devil's advocate here. Why don't shut you the shut the fuck up? up? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, you're cut off for giving all the money to charity. <laughs> Well, happy birthday, my love. Happy 30th. Thank you for giving 30 minutes to your dirty 30. I will never mention it again until this time next year on the <laughs> no, show no, when I, it's your birthday Look, again. I'm, I'm going to say to you now, I will try next year to embrace birthdays. I didn't want to do it this year. I really didn't want to do it. Like I just didn't want. I, yeah, no. you know how you feel. You know yeah. you know what you're feeling but when you I'm, feel. I'm like, it's, I think it just becomes more annoying for other people if you don't like your birthday. So I'll just try my best. It does become pretty annoying. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to try my best. But mainly because we love you. I know. So I'm just like, next year I'll just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'll just let my friends love me. Yeah. Please do. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. I <laughs> oh love you. God. I love you. I love you. Oh, good. Right. Uh, <laughs> bye. Bye.